0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. Hello, and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson, alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and I know we're a little late, and we don't want to do it, but we have to. We have to recap the Titans' nineteen to thirteen loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers this past Sunday up in Pennsylvania. This was. A performance to forget. Denard and I are going to break it down, talk about what went wrong, and then get ready for a quick turnaround because the 49ers are coming to town and we'll play them on Thursday. So at least if there was ever a time to try to snap and clear, this is the time to do it. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Bet BetOnline is back and better than ever. With a new web interface for the rest of the NBA and NFL season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Adam Silver came out today. Denard said, we're not pausing play for COVID. He says this is going to be here for the time being. So we got to learn to live with it. I know the issues for the NFL as more players get placed on that COVID-19 list have made it interesting. But hey, in my mind, that's made it more fun to gamble on. So. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe50 to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. This time, I'd like to welcome in the one and only Denard Walker. D. I I don't want to have this conversation, but on the bright side, I at least get to have it with you. How you doing, sir?
0: Davey, I'm doing awesome, my man. How you doing today?
1: Oh, we're we're chugging along, uh, getting ready for the holiday season.
0: Christmas yes. is almost
1: here, so uh, the the Christmas wish that I I'm really hoping for is that the Titans can pull off a win against the 49ers. I was hoping they could do it against the Steelers, but that didn't happen. Uh, I guess we we should have known, Denard. I saw the uh, the graphic earlier, and I don't know. Um, if, if you happen to see this, but we should have known it was going to be a Titans loss beforehand. Here's the stat I'm going to read to you, okay? Ben Roethlisberger has never lost his first home game after a live-action movie starring Spider-Man is released. All right? Oh, 2004, nice. 2007, 2012, 2014, 2017, 2019, and now 2021. We should have known it was not going to happen, but Denard, as we dive into this 19-13 to 13 loss and fall to 9-5 and five on the season... What's your biggest takeaway?
0: Debo, first of all, when you just said that, I acts like fate is on the side of Ben Roethlisberger. So <laughs> maybe Ben knows something that we don't know, but it's all about the turnovers, Debo. Listen, D, this is one of the most disappointing offensive performances that I've seen this team play in a long time. And D, I mean, defensively, They played awesome. Oh, it was a great game defensively. Great great game offensively in the first half. They played great. It should have been 17 to nothing instead of 13 to three at halftime. But again, they didn't capitalize on those opportunities. And Pittsburgh, they didn't do anything to win this game. This game really was won by one player on that team. And that's, you know who it is. What's the man's name? Boswell. Oh, you're going for the kicker? Going with the kicker. He did. He did. Oh my, four or five. Boswell is absolutely a beast, especially in the fourth quarter, David, He doesn't miss. He's twenty-nine for twenty-nine in the fourth quarter. He's good, field goal. He's good. He accounted for thirteen of the nineteen points the Steelers put up. Debo thirteen by the kicker. I'm t- the kicker. Are you serious? Chris Boswell was the difference, and that's why I'm still sulking over here. I'm still upset. Davey, defensively, it was a masterful job. Offensively, I don't know. They must have went down to New Orleans and met the wrong person because man, it just the tide turned. It's
1: even worse when you look at the statistics, man. I like I understand that turnovers is the reason we lost this game. We lost that battle four to nothing. Uh that's not even including the turnovers on down. You look at what the Titans did when they were in the red zone. They were only one of four. We talk about you got to get down there and you got to convert. But the Steelers, man, if I'm looking at their stats, I'm like, how, how did the Titans lose this game if I take away turnovers? The defense was, the Steelers only completed two third down attempts. Two of 11. The Titans had the ball for 39 minutes in this one. They led in time of possession. The Titans had 201 rushing yards to 35 for the Steelers and and that's probably my biggest frustration, Denard, and he's going to have to take a lot of the blame. This was the worst offensive game that offensive coordinator Todd Downing has had. If you—I I get you have the turnovers. You can't have that. I don't blame yeah. Todd Downing for that. What I do blame him for is not running the ball every single play like the New England Patriots did to the Buffalo Bills a couple of weeks ago. I understand that's not modern football, but Denard, they were stacking the box. They still couldn't stop us. I don't care what the what the numbers tell you. If if they could put all, all eleven guys in there, they could have brought a twelfth guy off the bench. We were still going to we were going to make some money just running the ball. And yet we tried to throw in some passes here, and that's whenever drives would
0: stall. Well, Dave, we talked about this, and I alluded to this. No one respects the perimeter game. Davy, Julio again it was really it was great to see I know he didn't have no catches but again he re-aggravated that hamstring he was out the third quarter but look between your two top receivers they had what 62 yards receiving between this Nick Westbrook Akine and Chester Rogers that's that's also an issue I know they're a supporting cast we no longer have the leading man of Julio Jones and AJ they're out right now but Davy. The problem this game wasn't the offensive coordinator. It was the fact that this team turned the ball over. Look, Debo, let me ask you a question. How many turnovers did the Titans have against the Bills? One. One. Let's go with the Rams. How many turnovers did the Titans have against the Rams? One.
1: One. The pick by How
0: many against the Chiefs? Zero. Zero. 27 to three, they won. How many against Houston? Four. Five. Five.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was.
0: It's... And let's go Jacksonville. How many turnovers did they have against Jacksonville last week?
1: That would be zero.
0: And last but not least, against New England. Four.
1: Oh, three. yeah. Uh, uh, thre- three three against fumbles.
0: That one? Yeah, okay. the three the two fumbles going when they were getting ready to punch it in and once again the interception in the red zone. It's, it's a like, lot. I mean, you look it's at the, a lot,
1: <laughs> you look at the losses and you look at how many turnovers we've had, and it it hurts to count and you look at the it turnovers does. that we've created, and it's basically zero. I mean, you didn't create a turnover against New England. You didn't create one against the Steelers, and you didn't create one. I don't think did we have a turnover against Houston? Did we create one?
0: No, but I will say this, and the Titans two losses coming into this game uh Sunday. The Titans have gave the ball away nine times off of turnovers, Davey. And they wonder why it resulted in two of the four losses that they had coming into the Pittsburgh game. Now, Davey, listen, and not let's let's not talk about the sack before halftime when they the beautiful job. Great offensive play calling by Todd Downing. The Titans with 19 plays, Davey. They held the ball for what over 10? It's the longest drive by Titans off 2003. And you know what? It just seemed like the tide turned because they're on the four yard line. And guess what, Davey? On a third and short, on a third and short, what happened? T.J. Watts with the sack and they had to settle for a 26 yard field goal by Randy. And it was 13 to three. Davey, it should have been 17 to nothing at halftime. It
1: should have been Denard, but it wasn't. And I mean, that goes to the point. We, we can get into some of the failures of this team, and I know that injuries have been bad, but the lack of a starting right tackle on this team has really been it, it's, it's been rough, man. Like, I, I know David Quessenberry is a great story, but he's just not a solid starting right tackle in today's NFL. The, the wide receiver issues I mean, like, if I'm the Titans right now, like, my first round pick's going to be on a wide receiver. You should get A.J. Brown back this week. It looks like he's going to give it a go. But Julio Jones, that experiment's done. He's not going to be back next year. A friend of mine, Ben, a going bet of like, who's going to have more sacks or touchdowns for the Titans? Will, will Julio Jones get his first touchdown before Jadavion Clowney gets his first sack with the Titans? They both are sitting at zero. I know I don't have fun saying that, but it is what it is. And his his prime is
0: well, way listen, past gone. Uh- I know, I, you know, I love you, Debo, but you know what? I'm not going to get off the bandwagon because this game didn't have anything about Julio ineffectiveness. He re-aggravated that hamstring. Let me just say this, Debo. That's part of it. know. know, wait, wait, wait. When you have three fumbles, one interception, Davey, that's demoralizing to your team. Now, listen, this wasn't – we can make all the – we can say we're going to blame this, this, that, and that, and all of this. We can make excuses all day long offensively it was about the turnovers it's been the theme offseason I just I just told you all ago I just said Davey look at the games against the Rams you look at the game against Kansas City when you look at the game against New England and Houston you see there's a what would I call there's a difference in these games one you have a multitude of turnovers in the other games typically you have one in this league I haven't said this in a long time but I'm always telling you, Debo, there's no disparity in the NFL. If you don't, if you capitalize off of t- teams turnovers, then that will give you a chance to win. If you are the team that's turning the ball over, it really increases your chance of losing. That's what happened Sunday. Tennessee gave this game away that you think about it, the Fumble, Anthony Ferkser on the third and five. Again, Pittsburgh recovers. Minka Fitzpatrick, that led to three points. You go back to the play with Racy McMath. Look what happened. The fumble by Racy McMath, that ended up culminating into three points. And then you look at that. That was a very costly series in the third quarter because the Titans did their defense. They held Pittsburgh. They created a fumble off of James Washington. But unfortunately, they called roughing the passer. And that can't. But that wasn't Jeffrey's fault. That was on the referees. Again, the center pushes Jeffrey into the quarterback, Big Ben, and they end up making a call. I'm sure that the league offices are going to call back and say, "Listen, we messed that up." But again,
1: I'm going to disagree with you on that. Like, listen, I don't like it. It hurt me to to say it, but it. I mean, with the way the the league works now and how they try to protect the quarterback. I mean, I know. If, if Jeffrey, like, if he put his arms to the side, like, didn't try to brace his fall, he might have been fine. But, like, it looks like he's kind of, like, reaching out for Ben's legs. They're going to call it every time. We were the beneficiary of that against the Saints. It came back to bite us in this one. But, but here's my thing, Denard. You're talking about the fumbles. I'll tell you who didn't have a fumble, and that's a single running back on this team. And I don't care if we set football back 30 years. Uh, Like, you just got to keep running the ball in this one. that They couldn't stop you. It was... It was fun watching the run game, and as you can tell, if you're running the ball, you take T.J. Watt out of the game, because he's not able to get to Ryan Tannehill if you're just going to hand it off every time, and I mean, we were cashing him. It wasn't like, oh, we're just going to get two yards here and just kind of move it, and okay, I mean, it was like four to five yards every
0: single carry. Yes, Deontay and, Foreman, yeah, 108 yards rushing.
1: And so, I just, I get frustrated because, yeah, you can go back and you look at it, and you see that. This is, they were having success and they went away from what led to the success. And you ultimately lose the game because one, the turnovers, but you don't stick with your formula that can lead you to win the game. And we're at the survive and advance part. Now, other teams are starting to have injuries pile up. Teams are having players go on that COVID-19 reserve list like crazy. But this was a game the Titans needed. The Colts beat the Pats on Saturday night. And so now, I mean, it you lose to the 49ers this week there's a good chance you don't come away with the division with how this team is playing it like that's a real fear that I'm, I'm starting to have like I'm starting to worry that this team can't get it done and there's just one thing that's led to the other but it, what hurts me d is that last year we had a great offense and the defense was where we really struggled and this year it's the opposite and it's just like man if I could have combined last year's offense with this year's defense like sky's the limit yeah, but just, you know
0: I know, I know you saying. can't do it. You can't Yeah, do you it, can't no. do that. Yeah, that's not fair to First of all, it's not fair offensively because they don't have the best player in the National Football League and that's King Henry. He's gone. You have you have your offensive line intact, but you don't have your receivers. That's also not fair for Ryan Tanahan, but that's a part of the game. This team has used 86 players this season. That's the most in NFL history. We we keep, we continue to allude Two teams last year you look at San Francisco they finished 6 and 10 using 84 players and a year before that Miami in 2019 they used 84 players they went 5 and 11 so we know that this doesn't end well but this t- this team is still in position Davey not only to make the playoff but to win their division now I'm going to say this I'm not going to blame the offensive coordinator I'm not going to blame blame the fact that uh we should have just ran the ball like New England Uh, a few weeks ago the bottom line is this it's the turnovers and if this team will stop turning the ball over because that's been the theme all season when they lose we just talked about earlier about this team and two of their losses coming into this game that again it's resulted what what they've given the ball away nine times you cannot win in this league like like that that's not going to cut it so once again Davey if you're Todd Downing, what you're doing, you're not, not to mention it's a short week because now you got to play Thursday. So you have to forget about this game, but what you have to do is learn to secure the ball. This is self-inflicted. You can fix those wounds, Davey. You can fix self-inflicted wounds. And that's exactly what this team is trying to do right now, especially heading into a short week and a game against a really good football team in San Francisco.
1: I hear you, man. I I do think it's a culmination of events to where Like you're right, you do have to cut out the turnovers, but there's some other things that I think you could do to lead to less turnovers. And I I think the play calling on Saturday was a big part of that, Um, and I mean, or Sunday was a big part of that. We'll we'll have to agree to disagree at this point. But I just need to, I did like if you're having success with something until they stop you, because isn't I mean that's the Titans' identity. It's like, hey, you know we're going to run the ball. Can you stop us from doing it? and the titans uh the titans were their own worst enemy on so many plays on sunday and that's that's what hurts more i don't even want to call them takeaways by pittsburgh they were just giveaways by the titans like that's that's what it was i mean we couldn't even get a snap
0: to the quarterback uh, like it's just which it's, resulted in points <laughs> yeah it's
1: just it's it's awful and i mean if you look at the drives that the steelers had it wasn't like they were moving the ball whatsoever we just put them in primary position to score as soon as like i mean they for most of them, they literally could have just sent out the field goal unit without even putting Big Ben out there, and they would have walked away with points to where they would have won the game. They they had one good drive.
0: They I'll tell you what, one good yeah, drive. I, I feel you. with Najee Harris, who you know I, I said once again, I don't think he's ready. He's no James Conner. Twelve carries for eighteen yards and no touchdowns. You deserve to win. And you look at last week; they held um, who's my man out of uh, Jacksonville. They held him to six yards. Who, who was that? The, uh, James Robinson held him to six yards. Davey, listen, defensively, this team came to play. Offensively in the first half, they played well. It's just the second half, it was just demoralizing to, to actually witness what happened. It was a total team. It was actually an offensive unit meltdown. Now listen, Todd Downing cannot go out there and secure the ball for Anthony Farkster. That's something that they work on in camp. He should know that, okay? They need to correct that. If you look at the play with Racy McMath, I was glad to see the rookie out of LSU in the game trying to make some plays, but if you Racy, you have to secure the ball. And then you're talking about the snap. Again, that hasn't, we haven't seen that all year. Again, that led to a 48 field goal to put Pittsburgh up 19 to 13. And then last, we talk about the play made by taco Taco charlton the deflection and then joe schobert ends up picking it off we haven't seen that in a while those are just called self-inflicted self-inflicted plays excuse me say that three times and those are things that this team knows that you know what we can correct and if we want to make the playoffs and not just make it but to go forward in the playoffs we have to cut these turnovers down if they don't cut the turnovers out or down they will exit out of the playoffs uh, in the first round like they did last year. And that's if they make it, because I tell you what, it's going to be a tough three games because it's San Francisco team, not to mention Miami, and then you still you have to go down to Houston and try to atone for that loss. So it's going to be a tough three-game stretch. It,
1: it is. Um, both the 49ers and the Dolphins, they have come on as of late. The bright side is you at least get both of those games at home. And – San Francisco's traveling across the country on a short week, and they did have the late slot this past weekend whenever they played Atlanta, but that wasn't much of a contest where they were able to get some of their guys out of there early. But yeah, I mean, like, th- there is a lot that can change based off probabilities. If you do drop this game to San Francisco, uh, you really need to be rooting for the-, the Cardinals, but I can't say that I have a lot of faith in the Cardinals beating Indianapolis after the Cardinals got blown out by Detroit. By
0: Detroit.
1: <laughs> blown, blown out by Detroit. So they definitely have problems of their own as well, and the schedule schedule's not very difficult. There's a good chance they run the table, and right now it's still magic numbers, too. So if the Titans can win two games, they can clinch the AFC South, which would give you home-field advantage at least through the divisional round, but I mean, at this point, the, the one seed's out of the question at this point in my mind. Theoretically, you can still get there, but with the way this team's playing, it's not going to happen. And Unless the defense starts scoring some touchdowns. Like, I just don't know if the offense can put up the points. I, I said it last week, Denard. Race to 20 wins. Neither team could even get to 20. And the Titans should have. The Titans had their opportunity. But it was it was a dull performance, all right? But here's the thing. You can say goodbye to dull gifts because lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science to sparkle creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift. They'll never want to take off price, so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Christmas is right around the corner. If you're looking for some last-minute gifts, head on over to Lightbox, see what they have in store. Hopefully, when it comes to what the Titans have in store, Denard, we're going to be able to get that win, and, and you and I will be back later on this week to to preview that one. But before we turn our attention away, I, I really do want to take a moment to talk about how great of a performance this defense played because it's one of those to where it's got to be gut-wrenching if you're them because, I mean, you, you balled out. I know you didn't force any turnovers, but you didn't let them move the ball, and you you put your team in a position to win. I mean, in today's NFL, if you can hold a team under 20, theoretically you should be winning every game. Like like NFL offenses should be able to score in the 20s. And this Pittsburgh Steelers offense, I know they have not what they've been in the past. This is not a good team. If, if they make the playoffs, they're getting beat in the first round. But the Titans, when you look at what they were able to do as far as limiting, the Steelers from really getting anything going. It was a great performance to see, and I really do think we've seen a lot in growth from Shane Bowen. Denard, do you know who the leading tackler was for the Titans this week?
0: Who was it, Kristen Fulton? It was
1: actually Zach Cunningham.
0: Oh, Zach Cunningham. He led the team with uh,
1: four solo tackles. Granted, the defense wasn't out there for many plays, so you weren't going to really pat the stats. Uh, They were able to get to Big Ben three times, uh, got some sacks there, had five tackles for losses, but – I mean, we've seen this team be able to get a lot of pressure up front early and often, and it's it's helped out. I thought the secondary did a, a really good job. I didn't like uh, the one pass interference call they had on Fulton there.
0: That was a terrible call.
1: But it is what it is, man. And like
0: again, and he should have picked it. Yeah, he should have picked yeah, it.
1: He should have. Byard. I but know he, we, we jumped off sides and Big Ben threw one up, but Kevin Byard would have had an interception had that penalty not been there. So there were some penalties that some I don't, agree with it should have been called but that even whenever the backs were against the wall the Titans defense did come up and and kept you in it man
0: yeah the defense the defense was awesome davy i tell you what they absolutely dominated this uh Steelers offense you got to understand the Steelers didn't pick up a uh, a first down until 6 minutes in the third quarter davy when you can hold a team uh, if they can't convert a first down in the first half and it takes them nearly half, you t- I mean, when you go back in the second half, it takes you nearly five or six minutes to uh, get a first down. Davey, that's absolutely dominating. And Pittsburgh, not only did they uh, end up getting six points, Davey, the fact is they really had one drive in the third quarter that was w- really warranted. Uh, they, end up making a response from how poor they play. They had one drive that end up culminating into Big Ben in a quarterback sneak. He hasn't ran a quarterback sneak in the last three years. <laughs> so if I'm Tennessee, I would have played just the way they played it. But again, this was a total domination. Bud Dupree, it was good to see him back, how he was getting to being out of sack. We talk about Danico, Autry, Jefferson Simmons, Naquan Jones, secondary, Buster Screen and Christian Fulton played awesome. Uh, once again, this was if you're def- if you're the defense, you have to continue to play like this because that's championship defense.
1: It is. I know we're still in the mode of hey, the 2021 season, but I do feel good moving forward with what this team has is as it relates to their pieces on the defensive side of the ball. There's no glaring holes. Uh, we're going to get David Long Jr. back next year. I mean, like he's still not been put on IR, but he he hadn't practiced once this week, so I don't know what his status. Uh, remains to be, but again, the hamstring injuries have kind of been a damper on uh, a lot of players' seasons so far, but that's the thing. It's at least whenever we do turn our attention to the offseason, I mean, this offense, a lot of the skilled players shoring up that offensive line is really what we're going to have to look for whenever it comes to an overhaul, but I do feel confident with the defense. The only guy you really need to lock up financially is Harold Landry. He's going to be getting a pretty big payday after his season, but I mean, that's really the only guy that you have that's like yep they're hitting the market and it's like we're gonna have to pay big bucks to bring back other than that though the titans defensively i feel good with where we're where we're currently sitting and so if the offense can just get some things together and that's why i always say it i know like right now if you're looking at teams that are hot the colts are, are looking good they've they've got carson Wentz playing at a great. good level uh, jonathan taylor's playing at a, a really high level as well so but if you can get A.J. Brown back and he's playing well, I think the chemistry between him and Ryan are really going to, you're really going to see that whenever he gets back on the field. And if we do get Derek back, who knows what can happen? It's all about getting some key players and hitting your stride come playoffs. And if, if the Titans can survive for the playoffs and get some of these guys back, I'm not going to count them out just because I've, I know what these guys are capable of. But D on the way out, sir, any closing thoughts before we turn our attention to the San Francisco 49ers?
0: Yeah, Davey. I know you're not going to like to hear this, but if you watched the Detroit Arizona game, you saw who caught a long touchdown pass against oh, that Josh Arizona Reynolds,
1: man. Oh, he's, Josh he's, Reynolds. he's a wide receiver oh, number gosh. one for Jared Goff. Man, they, they love getting different. him the ball.
0: <laughs> so I don't know, Dave. That's just the name of the game. Sometimes it's all it's it's unpredictable. So, but I, I was glad. I, I tell you what. Defensively, continue to play like you played. Offensively. Uh, continually continue to establish your DNA, but you need to focus your focal point on the next three weeks is to eliminate the turnovers. If the, if the offense can do that, then we're going to see the same team that played against Jacksonville, what, almost two weeks ago. We'll see another dominating performance by this offense. Eliminate the turnovers.
1: They so got to do it. If they want to have a chance of winning these games down the stretch. I mean, it's just as simple as that easier said than done, but, they know what they got to do it's not like there's some magical formula that they're, they're having to crack they're sitting back there mixing potions trying to be like hmm i wonder what the magic cure is
0: for this it's like just stop turning it over they went to new orleans that's what it is that's nah, what new orleans came here
1: been. man new orleans came yeah, here. yeah
0: they 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 put some of that lulu on that field that's what happened
1: well it worked that out it worked out for the saints they beat the bucks <laughs> 9 to nothing so tom brady
0: yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> They sure did <laughs> oh man
1: anyway that's going to wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at BelieveTitans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering
1: professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
0: Call.